0: Hello, this is Top for Glory, episode eight of the mini series. The mini series are back after a very long hiatus. I want to say a solid almost two months hiatus of me just enjoying the five star Grand Prix. I have said on Top for Glory YouTube that I was not a fan of New Japan's ending of the G1. I have been watching the five star Grand Prix, I've enjoyed this so much. But Two things, introductions are always a must, and second, I'm not the only one that's enjoyed the five-star Grand Prix, so let me, first off, do my introduction. I'm an in before, and anyone that hears this, for you guys that don't know him, his socials will be said later on below, but one of the biggest Joshi content creators I know and I'm glad I've met,
1: welcome Light Skin Gaijin. Hey, I'm happy to be here, man. This is your boy, the light-skinned representing America from the Twin Cities of Minnesota. Dude, thanks a lot for
0: joining me on Talk for Glory of the mini series. I know I've had some guests on YouTube, but you were the first for Spotify, for Anchor, for Apple Podcasts. So guests everywhere is the goal here. Absolutely. Unless... Um, Leskin, you are definitely one of the more infamous Joshi content creators that I've like met. Like, whenever I talk about stardom, I hope someone brings you up and says, "Oh, dude, I, I listened to Leskin Gaijin. Like,
1: he's so informative." It, that's a that's actually a pretty good honor. I don't know if I'd call myself infamous, you know, but I mean, to even be compared in the like that, I mean, it's a it's a huge honor.
0: I respect anyone that can take the time out of their life to sit in front of a camera and talk about whatever wrestling they like, whether it's WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, NXT, um, Stardom, TJPW, um, Ice Ribbon, any kind of wrestling. Anybody that can sit down and talk about their favorite wrestling kind is A-OK in my book.
1: Uh, I mean, at first, you know, when I got introduced to TikTok, at the time I was working in education and like there were kids who would use the app and I'd just be like, I really don't want to get into it. But after I had left the uh, field of education, I was, you know, a bunch of my friends were like, dude, you should actually make content. You should do this, you should do that. I just didn't really know what my, you know, niche was and all that. All I knew was like, I'm a wrestling fan. I see, you know, a few wrestling creators on here, like, whatever, let's, let's go ahead and do this. And so I decided to, hop on, you know, hop on the trend. And one of my big things that I know I spoke to you about this is that there are a ton of people who already cover promotions that everybody knows about, especially the big three, WWE, AEW. Um, Your third can vary anywhere from between Ring of Honor, Impact, or even New Japan. I'm the type of person that wants to talk about something different and bring eyes to a product that not many people know about. So... And that's pretty much all I, I want to bring the wrestling community together and say, hey, let's all enjoy something from here. Let's all enjoy something from here. You know, that's just my whole mission when it comes to the pro wrestling community out there on social media.
0: That is an amazing mission, man. And honestly, I don't think that should be a solo mission. I think that if you are a WWE fan and someone's a diehard, AEW fan, I think you guys should be trying to just get used to each other's form of style. I, myself, am a huge stardom fan, but I'm not against watching TJPW. Is it my cup of tea? No, but I will sit down and watch your favorite kind, and I think everyone should just enjoy each other's cup of tea. If it's not your thing, by all means, don't shit on it. Just, eh, this wasn't mine, but thanks for um, the two cents. Now I have TJPW in my mind.
1: Yeah, and I'm in the exact same way. That's always been my mindset. You know, I don't really I don't really watch a whole lot of Tokyo Joshi Pro, but at the same time I still have my favorites there. You know, Maki Ito is one of them. Uh Uh, it's the cutest
0: in the universe. Yes.
1: (laughs) You know. But uh might want a word though. Oh yeah. I mean, like I said, I have favorites spread out in like different promotions. And stuff like that. So, if I have the time to catch them, you know, I'll go ahead and throw them up on there. Search the internet, see if I can find matches of them and stuff like that. So,
0: and that—that's the goal that wrestling fans should have. Let's not try to have this ratings war, just this war in general of wrestling. Just enjoy each other's forms of wrestling.
1: That's that is the no, that is the reason for the season.
0: But speaking of season. We already went through G one season, left a fucking horrible taste in my mouth, and we're right now at the very end of the five star Grand Prix. Now, let's, get, guys. I don't know how long you've been watching Stardom, but I want to say I started late twenty twenty. Like the best timeline I can give you is I started watching Stardom. Like it caught my eye, maybe two weeks after DDM formed.
1: I will. Say- I didn't know
0: who was who. But that's where I started.
1: I will say the exact same thing. Like, I knew of the promotion. And, you know, I've said multiple times that, you know, when the Mae Young Classic came on and I was researching all these different people, where they all came from, Kyrie Singh, who was known as Kyrie Hojo in Stardom, that's who truly caught my eye. And I wanted to see, you know, where, you know, she came from. And that's where I discovered Stardom. You know, Kyrie, I would watch Kyrie's matches. I also discovered Io Shirai while over there because she was in the following Mae Young Classic. And I would say about maybe 2019, I would say becoming a fan because, you know, I also became a fan of Hana and just doing my research on her. And I kind of grew a connection with her because she was, you know, mixed as well. She's half Japanese and half Indonesian. Me being, you know, Very multicultural, multiracial myself, you know, there's a lot of uh, connections there as well. So I would say right around 2019, I started to become a fan and decided to follow more and more into this promotion.
0: Yeah, that sounds about the right time. I believe like something happened in 2019. Like There was a boom where you heard it, but you didn't know where it came from. And then 2020, the boom got louder and you got pointed in a certain direction.
1: I think a lot of that has to do with their working relationship with Ring of Honor, because I remember it was about late 2018 to 2019. uh, Ring of Honor started to do more and more, you know, uh, working uh, shows with uh, stardom. And that's when you started to see people like Kagetsu, Hanakamura, Hazuki come over and be a part of their shows. I remember they were a part of the uh, G1 Supercard in Madison Square Garden, you know, during the pre-show. And I I loved that match. You know, even though it was a multi-person match, I absolutely loved it. You said mass in Square Garden, right? Yes, I did.
0: Okay, so, fun, funny story. And I love telling this story because it, like, brings a smile to my face, but then it also gives me, like, depression, like, 10 seconds after. I met Hanukkah Moro without, like, fully getting an understanding of her. So, I knew who she was. And I... I basically saw her at the MSG show. She apparently has a sweet tooth. Well, had a sweet tooth, rest in peace. She was asking, like, hey, where's the store with, like, the most candy? And in New York, every store has a bunch of candy. So, like, the funniest memory I have of her is watching her run across the street to a store that I point to.
1: (laughs) I mean, she was so full of life. I remember just, like, hearing people tell stories about her and sharing videos, you know, she was one of those people that just really enjoyed, you know, life and just, you know, making the best out of every situation. And I feel like we got to adopt that type of mentality nowadays. You know, there's too much nonsense going on in the world and too much, too many people at each other's throats for all the wrong reasons. Um, I feel like if we adopted that mindset that Hanukkah had, You know, the whole and even with their catchphrase, everybody's different, everybody's special. I feel like if we just sort of adopted that mindset right there, we probably wouldn't have as many problems as we do in this world right now.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right, man. And speaking of problems, this is is probably like a great way to segue into the speaking of problems. My only problem is who the fuck is winning the five star grand prix? And to start that. We have our first match being God's Eye, the master of the clap, 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 Mirai versus the most buff human being on this planet. I know some of my friends dub her Kong, um, Strong Kong. She's buff. Saya. She,
1: She definitely, to coin a phrase that uh, Jerry Lawler once said, she's got muscles in places. I didn't know people had places.
0: This is a battle of technique versus muscle. And I remember we saw this match, I believe, in February. We did. I believe uh, Mirai won that match, too. Yes. Again, it was pure technique versus pure muscle.
1: I mean, Mirai has definitely got the technique, but she's also got some strength behind her as well. If, and uh, However, Mirai has got some very good, you know, I would say mentor or uh, she has a really good mentor with Shuri and somebody who's great at technique herself. You know, I can just imagine what training sessions are like between those two and also having to add in Ami Sorei as well. So, I mean, if anything, I definitely have to give the edge to Murai on that one. You know, Sae Ida, she's got the strength. She's can also surprise you as well with her technique, but, I got to give it to Mirai.
0: Yeah. I, I got to give it to Mirai as well because one, I've become a Mirai fan and anyone that has seen like the stardom videos on YouTube, I was not a fan of Mirai. I did not get the whole clap, clap, clap thing,
1: but I don't know where, but somehow this, this kind of grew on me. It kind of did. I, I know I really enjoy her back and forth with Mina Shirakawa because they both came from Tokyo Joshi Pro, but, uh, I I enjoyed all the the, uh, matches that they had, you know, when Mirai first joined up with Stardom, too. And (laughs) Mina Shirakau ends up going into her dark character phase where uh, it's it's just phenomenal to watch. It really was.
0: Yeah, just I I love seeing Mirai just go through character development through character development because... When I look at Mirai, I can't help but look at Tekla, and I fucking love the Toxic Spider. From
1: January to March, I loved Tekla. And it's also a shame that she uh, caught an injury before the five-star Grand Prix then that basically kept her out. I would have loved to see how Tekla would have been able to adapt in a tournament as hyper-competitive as this is, especially with it being 26 participants deep. Was she in the um, Cinderella? She was. I believe she was in the Cinderella. I can't remember. Actually, no, I, I'm not even sure. I'd have to look it up. But um, I know she was scheduled to be in the five-star Grand Prix. This would have been her first one. But after her match with Izumi, they Izumi, uh, they held her out due to injury.
0: Right. And I, I remember that, I remember like this funny phase of Tekla from like January to March where she is just unstoppable. Like this girl is on a roll. Wins over Saki Kashima, wins over Cosmic Angel, beating um, Mina Shirakawa for the SWA belt, having some pretty good SWA title defenses, great match with Mayu Watani, and then bam, gone.
1: And the injury, I believe, is the, what really set her back too. Was uh, that injury after her high-speed title match against Zumi. You know, but I believe she's getting better from what I hear. So I'm actually looking it up right now to see if Tekla was in the uh, Cinderella tournament. However, I guess she? she she was in there. She was in there. She was eliminated by Julia in the first round. Huh. Why am I not surprised? I mean, that was uh, one of those matches where it's DDM versus DDM, but at the same time, you had to know that Julia was going to come out there and win. However, Julia was not in there for long because she ended up getting eliminated by Kogamon in the second round. Never saw it coming no you know and that's the one thing about the cinderella tournament is that you really do not see you know, i mean i had momo watanabe beating azumi in uh their first round match but that oh, been against azumi <laughs> Azumi ended up beating her They're one one man wait for
0: anyone that doesn't that didn't watch my predictions video my predictions would be azumi versus momo watanabe in the finals sadly that's not happening but I do need them to face each other before the year ends. It's 1-1. One, one. It is
1: 1-1. One, one. I, re- I, do- I remember doing that video about uh, Azumi being uh, the next ace of stardom. And as far as I know, it is 1-1 one, one between those two. Um, also, thanks for stitching my videos. Oh, of course. I actually love stitching because it gives more perspective on, you know, the product as well.
0: But, uh On to our next match, we have
1: Natsupoy versus Mina Sharikawa. Speak of the devil. Oh, wow. Yeah, speak of – it's very fitting that you choose those words because I wonder what Mina we're going to get. Are we going to get, you know, playful Mina or are we going to get devil Mina? Or ninja Mina. That too. Yeah, she has been known to be wearing the Afro Samurai number one headband.
0: I I don't know what's the story behind that, but I do find it comedic.
1: It's very comedic, and that's why I enjoy it.
0: But honestly, Natsupoy over here with 12 points. I think she's actually no, she, no, 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 no. For a millisecond, I was going to say um, Natsupoy takes his dub, but Mina Sherakawa has pinned our holy white belt champion, our Golden Phoenix, the girl that will definitely beat Kyrie. Everyone can fight me on that one. Saya Kamatani.
1: Yeah, don't sleep on Mina Shirakawa. I mean, I, I believe last year's tournament didn't really sit well with her. However, you know, do, I mean, this year she's actually surprised a lot of us. You know, when we look at the five-star gram and how she's done in the Blue Stars block, she's got some – rich. she's actually got some key wins. You know, she's beaten uh, Sayaka Kamitani, like you said, She's beaten Momo Watanabe. She's beaten Sayahita. She's beaten Ami Sore. So, as far as I'm concerned, that's a pretty good resume for this year's five star Grand Prix. You know, just and by the way, Momo, for those of you that don't know, she was in the finals last year, and Mina beat her. Mm hmm.
0: But, yeah, so I have Mina Shirakawa. I was going to go for Natsupoy, but after remembering that resume, yeah, I got Mina.
1: I, You know what? I am going to go the other direction. I'm going to go Natsupoy on this one. Natsupoy, do not let her size fool you. She's very technically savvy. And during her run as high-speed champion, she definitely surprised a whole lot of people, you know, especially for how long she held on to that title.
0: I'm not gonna lie, I kinda skipped her high speed title run because I was too salty, she
1: beat Azumi. Yeah, that I was salty too when she beat Azumi, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, Azumi is Azumi. Yeah, you know, but when she during her I mean 179 days as champion, she had only two successful defenses until Starlight Kid stopped her, but at the same time, she held on to that title for a great deal. Oh,
0: hell yeah. And, you know, you just can't take away those kind of accomplishments.
1: No, you really can't.
0: But... Wow. I don't even, like, organize this and then take a second glance at this, but look at the next match. It is Hazuki... Wait, why don't it they... Autocrack? Screw it. No one can see
1: this. Hazuki versus Momo Watanabe. This was one of my matches where I felt like it was a sleeper match to watch or it was a must-see match because if you've followed stardom since the very inception especially during the queen's quest when it first started i mean hazuki and momo were a part of that faction when it first got started you know i mean Hazuki
0: related to hazuki
1: yes happy belated i did forget to do a video and like post it on my story yes suzuki uh, turned i believe 24 yesterday But this is definitely a match to watch, especially when you've seen their uh, matches, uh, the tag matches for the Goddess of Stardom championship.
0: Their one-on-one match was amazing.
1: Their one-on-one match. I believe this one-on-one match will be amazing. Anything, this will probably be a match that will come down to the wire.
0: I'm going to say for this match, it's a time limit draw.
1: That, that's not a bad pick to go with, to be honest. Um, I am actually going, you know, if I'm going to go with Momo sneaking a victory in this one. Because if anybody had seen my predictions, I did predict Julia would win. Would win the block and then also the whole tournament. So I'm going to say Momo wins because I want to keep my original pick. Of Julia winning the blue stars block,
0: that's not a bad pick. No, that really is not. So, I got time to draw, and you got Momo winning this.
1: I got Momo winning this.
0: All right, time for our next match. Wow, that didn't load. You know Screw it. It is our Golden Phoenix, it is the wonder of stardom champion. It is my favorite female wrestler of 2022, Saya kamitani versus. What some stardom fans would call Mirai number two. It is representing God's eye, another bodyguard of Shuri, when in reality, we all need protection from Shuri. Big sis, Ami.
1: There's a reason why she was introduced as the bodyguard during uh, when she first arrived. But at the same time, it's like, why does Shuri need a bodyguard? She's already deadly with her hands and her feet. I call Shuri the stardom terminator. She really is. She she really is a Terminator. You know, and it's very fitting that she is that company's top champion right now.
0: Because oh, it's either you're gonna get tapped out or knocked out.
1: There's, there's no there's no in between. There really isn't and quite honestly Shuri has beaten people in all three factors. She has pinned people. She has submitted people She's knocked out her opponents. I mean, you can ask Nadi Sayaka about that.
0: Oh, God. Ring the bell. Yes. I'll, I'll breeze through this one because I'll admit I'm not a, I am not a fan of Ami. I thought it was going to be, but then I ended up being a Mirai fan. So I got my golden phoenix, Saya Kamatani, winning this.
1: I, I got Saya winning as well, but I also will say that. Ami is brand new. Not a whole lot of people know too much about her. However, if you've seen the tag matches between with her and Mirai, they have some really good chemistry. And I actually do not doubt that those two will eventually become goddess of stardom champions, either by the end of the year or at the beginning of next year. That'll be uh, my I, bold, I gotta agree with that one. That'll be my bold prediction right there. But I do see Saya winning this match.
0: By 450, Star Crusher
1: or Phoenix Splash? I'm going to go Phoenix Splash. I don't think the Star Crusher is going to be enough to keep down Sore because, again, very strong, very determined. I think it's going to take a Phoenix Splash. It might take two. Two Phoenix Splash. I think it's going to take a 450. That'll work either way. All
0: right. So time for... a. Time for the next match, and this match I have looked forward to since last year. It is yours, mine, our, Stardom's SWA champion, the female Hiroshi Tanahashi. It is the Stardom icon, Mayu Iwatani versus Starlight Kid of a Widow This one is going to be a
1: good one. Uh, the ongoing story of this rivalry has been one that I've had my eyes glued to. I mean, yeah, you see these two separating from time to time when it comes storyline-wise, but somehow they always find a way to come back together. And every time they do, they create some magic to the point where you are sitting on your edge of your sh- uh, edge of your seats waiting to see what happens next with these two. And this is where things to me get interesting. I say that Starlight Kid and Mayu Iwatani go to a time limit draw on this one. Oh. Because Starlight Kid needs a victory in order to advance. She needs a victory and a tie from Suzu, Suzuki, and Julie, because Julia did defeat her. So she needs... I'm sorry to cut you off, um, Gaijin, but
0: whenever people bring up the Starlight versus Julia match, people bring up, oh, how Julia ripped off the mask of um, Starlight Kid. Yeah, let's rewind that. Did nobody see Julia booking it for Kid the moment she did the split? Like, no one saw her book it. No. They didn't. Like Julia. I watched Julia hit flight from one side of the ring to the other, and I was like, "No one's seeing this." No, like, dude, is is Julia the Flash right now?
1: <laughs> I, I here's the here's she's done it twice now, where she's tried to rip and cut that mask off off of Starlight Kid. Before, when she did that, Starlight Kid was the cute, innocent, you know, glittery, baby-faced Starlight Kid. Starlight Kid is a completely different entity now. She has backup that is willing to use whatever is not nailed down to whoever opposes Oedo Tai. So, true. as far as I'm concerned, um, you don't want to mess with Kid because messing with Kid means you're messing with Oedo Tai. So and I mean, to go back to what I said, you know, Kid lost to Julia, she lost to Suzu. Suzu's sitting at 14 points right now. Julia's sitting at the top with 15. And Suzu needs a win to get in as well. Julia needs a win to get out. If those two tie and Starlight Kid wins, Starlight Kid overtakes. And that mm-hmm. puts her in the finals depending on if Hazuki loses to Momo. I believe I picked Momo to lose that match. Yes, he did. Yeah. So I say that this match ends up going to a time limit draw. Because Mm -hmm. it was last year that Mayu stopped Starlight Kid from even reaching the finals. This time, and that match too, ended in a time limit draw. This one, I believe, will have the exact same effect. Uh, is going to be interesting, then. It will be. Because I have Mayu winning this. She definitely could win this. And especially if Mayu does end up winning this, I believe this could end up... I mean, the rules for the SWA title usually means you face somebody of a different nationality. But with COVID and travel restrictions, who's to say that Starlight Kid could not challenge for them?
0: That that is true. Like if Fuki can, Death can challenge anyone can challenge.
1: Oh yeah, and I mean Fuki can did challenge for it, but I mean she claimed she was an alien.
0: She can claim whatever she wants after hitting that moon salt. Yes, not even did. hitting, just doing the moon salt.
1: Yes, because
0: <laughs> wow, I, I was not ready for that. I I, I literally popped for that. No,
1: that was it was funny. a basic
0: moon salt, but the fact that like we did, like
1: I popped for Becky Lynch's moon salt. I pop for things that you don't expect. That yeah, everybody should pop for things you don't expect. That's how that's the beauty of pro wrestling. If you don't expect something to happen that you know, normally doesn't that should be what gets you off your seat.
0: But um what is it? Yes, I have my you, you have kid, correct? I have it going to a draw. Oh, you have a you have it going into a I draw. Have it going
1: to a time limit draw.
0: All right, so we're about to enter the red zone.
1: So from everyone we just said in blue, who wins? So I believe we have a draw with uh, Kid and Mayu. Uh, Like I said, you know, Julia has her match against Suzu Suzuki as well. So I have Julia winning. She'll finish with 16. I got Momo beating Hazuki, and that means Hazuki will finish with 14. Starlight Kid will finish with 15, and then Mayu will finish with 14. I believe Saya will finish with 15 if she, when, uh, with her match. Um, And, yeah, Mirai will finish with 15 as well, but I still say Julia takes the block in uh, the Blue Stars block.
0: Hmm. All right. So I actually have Starlight Kid winning the block.
1: That's not a bad pick.
0: I have Starlight I- Kid winning the block. But I also have Julia winning the block. And I'll give my reasons for after we go through the red. Okay. Speaking of the red, to start us off in the red, eh, not the red zone, in the red block, in the red stars block, we have the high speed champion, the second in command of Queen's Quest, the young goat, the birthday girl, Azumi.
1: This this one's going to be good. I, I really do. Because if you've seen any of my TikToks, I've often, I've often referred to Saki Kashima as the great spoiler of Oedo Tai. And when you look at the things that she has done in the Red Stars block, she's defeated Shuri after being so afraid that she had to face Shuri. She's defeated Tam Nakano. She's defeated Utami Hayashista. That was the one I wasn't ready for. That I wasn't I was ready for. that. She's defeated Micah. I mean, she's she's definitely spoiled a number of the favorites, and she's sitting here with 10 points. She could very well walk, around, walk out of here with 12 and spoil Azumi's birthday. Oh, I don't no see thing. it happening, though. I'm going to go with Azumi. Yeah, I, I got to go with
0: Azumi, and I guess this is where I can tie in why I said I want Kid to win. Mm-hmm. I would love to see Kid versus Azumi for the finals of the Five Star Grand Prix. I have said that these two need to uh, need to go past high speed. These guys are more than just the high speed championship. I would love to see Azumi versus Kid for the white belt, for the red belt, and if this is the first step in their greatness growing up, so be it.
1: Kid versus Azumi in the Five Star finals. This would be a great final. And when you're talking about the rivalry between these two, I've I've often said rivalries often tell the best stories. I mean, if you had to compare it to another rivalry in stardom lore, compare it none other to then the rivalry of Mayu Iwatani and Io Shirai. You know, because those two at first, you know, once great friends, you know, a part of the Thunder Rock tag team. And then Io Shirai ends up turning on Mayu Iwatani, which I've often said is a running theme in stardom. Everybody turns on Mayu Iwatani at some point. But if I could compare those two rivalries and how they match up well, yes, this this would be the perfect finals and the perfect way to advance their rivalry and advance their story.
0: Yeah, it really is the high-speed champion versus Starlight Kid. The huh? How do I say this? Because
1: I, I always call her the sunlight that fell in the darkness. I've often used the Sky Tiger. I like that in that. I like that, that that tagline right there. I mean, I've often used Sky Tiger. You know what she's used for herself, but. Yes, she. You can definitely use that. You know.
0: I, I thought of the nickname when, um, when like I saw all of her attires were like very bright, and then when she joined the way to tie, she started wearing dark. So it's like, oh, sunlight going into darkness.
1: That's very fitting. It's a very fitting way to describe um, the story of Starlight Kid. But
0: all right, so I guess I've already exposed my first finals match I want to see. Azumi versus Starlight Kid, five-star finals. I've already been disappointed once in the G1 with Will Ospreay versus Okada, so I don't need to see Azumi
1: lose to Starlight Kid. I think that either way, either woman would be a great fit to win because watching these two grow up, you had to know that Stardom eventually was going to lean towards one of these two ladies to be the face of their company.
0: Uh, I completely agree. But he, here's a fun fact that like, I have realized as I've gotten into stardom. All right, so we saw Kid challenge for the white belt, correct? Yes, we did. I Azumi has believe- never challenged for the red belt, despite beating Utami this year and beating Sheree the last two years. That is true.
1: I believe... Yeah, I believe she she's never challenged for the red belt. Exactly. Every. So. I mean, Momo challenged her when she was a part of Queen's Quest. So did Saya. Azumi's the only one in between Queen's Quest that never challenged Utami when she was champion. And of course, the last two five star grand prix, Azumi's defeated Sherry, with the exception of this year. If Azumi if, um, would have gone
0: 3-0 against Shuri, she, she's going on vacation. Oh, I don't yeah. care about the rest of that tournament. Made of the Dream Queendom is a Shuri versus Azumi. Oh, yeah. She's 3-0. and
1: Absolutely.
0: But... Yeah, so as much as I would enjoy to see um, Starlight Kids climb perfectly to the top, Azumi has the momentum... The history and just the raw talent. Like guys, she is 20 years old. 20. And she's won high speed title twice, has a five-star match rating with Dave Mozart, despite who gives a fuck about another wrestling fan's opinion. Like it's gospel. Um, she's won world tag. Um, what's it called? Goddess Tag League. Wait, give me a second, I have cars passing by. Okay, sorry about that. She's one. She's one goddess tag league. What at eighteen? She, I believe so. I at believe- eighteen years old. And all right, so she's beaten Shuri twice in the last two years, correct? Yes. And she just turned twenty today, technically. Yes. A seventeen-year-old beat Shuri.
1: Like let's really sit
0: down and think
1: about that one. That she's been wrestling since she was a youngin', you know. Nine years old. Nine years old. The fact that she and a lot of people just see, you know, kids up in a wrestling ring and think it's you know, oh, it's just some sort of fun act. When you watch her as a child, you kind of have known like this kid really has something. And we always see young people, you know. Like, young teenagers, I believe one, two, three kid was 16 when he first started wrestling. Sean Waltman, you start to see things like, wow, this young kid really has it. You know, we don't really technically see a whole lot of kids who get involved into, like, adult-type sports. Legitimate kids. Yes. Like, you know, I'll give you another one. There was a 17-year-old who fought in the UFC in the Contender Series. I actually watched the fight on YouTube like a week after it happened. And I'm thinking to myself, this 17 year old kid ain't going to do anything. He's probably just going to get the mopped up on the octagon floor. No, this kid had ground game. He had striking it. He basically whooped this grown man for three straight rounds for 15 minutes. You know, like, and that right there, that tells me this, this kid has something. And I say the same thing about Izumi as well. She's, always had this you know it factor about her and like i said we've watched her grow up since she was a child and becoming the young adult that she is now you know and i've often said that she should have been the leader of queen's quest to begin with it's nice to see you tom because tommy is very dominant let's not lie but she is the red queen she is the red queen but Azumi has the tenure. She's been there the longest. She knows how things work in Queen's Quest. Also, she's been monikered as a young Eosharai. She really has.
0: And there's a reason for that. <laughs> the, the thing I like about that moniker is when I heard that, it was off of a YouTube video from a 15 year old Azumi. They were like, yeah, this is a young Eo. What do you mean a young year? She's like what 14, 15? Yeah, dude, watch her in ring.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I watched her in-ring and I was like, holy shit, and she's 15.
1: She's it was she's definitely modeled a lot of things after EO, but at the same time, you look at her in the ring and you're just mesmerized by all the things that she can do, especially at such a young age. But um I, I, I'm pretty sure we don't even need to ask. Like, who
0: do we have for Saki Kashima versus Azumi?
1: <laughs> I, I, I've already said it. I say Azumi wins. Azumi wins. Three. Azumi, Azumi wins. Azumi wins, and I believe, yeah, she needs a shorty loss and a tie between Micah and Himeka. So actually, oh, I can't.
0: I can't wait to get to that match. Oh yeah. But speaking of next match. On to our next match, we have. The cosmic, the cosmic angel, Unagi Sayaka versus Stars' is person that thinks that she's a bear so much. Koguma. I mean not Koguma, uh Momo Kogo. Momo Kogo. I mean I
1: think Momo Kogo gets his W. And Momo would definitely I would definitely see because Unagi for some reason this year, she had a very great showing in last year's tournament. And this year, she's kind of, you know, overlooked a lot of her opponents. You look at some of the matches that she's had in this match. She's, you know, she's lost to Sheridan. She lost to Tam Nakano, somebody who she beat in last year's tournament. Uitami, Azumi, uh, Koguma, Micah, Himeka. Um, Did she go into town a draw with Micah last year? She had a time limit draw with Micah last year. That was the match where she bloodied up Micah's mouth. Mm -hmm. Um, The only win she has is against Saki Kashima. She got upset by uh, Mai Sakurai. Um, Risa Sarah beat her and then Saki of colors. Uh, Risa Sarah did not beat her. She dominated her. She did. I mean, that's why that match only went six minutes and one second. I swear. I thought it went three. It it, it probably did. It just felt shorter. (laughs) But um, you know what? I am going to – I'm going to go the other way. I say Unagi gets her second victory in this tournament. I I say that she gets her second victory in this tournament. She beats Momo Kogo. Um, However, I will not be shocked if Momo ends up winning because I believe this will – Begin a certain change in character direction for Unagi if she takes this L for, uh, from Momoko.
0: Hmm, that, that's an interesting way of seeing it. Yeah. Uh, also, for you guys that don't know this, the five star is not that far from now. Normally, you would see predictions probably like twenty-four hours before. I want to say this is eight
1: hours before. I'd have to agree. I believe it is, what, it's 8.47 in the morning in Japan right now.
0: Yeah, so we're we're just, you know, waiting it out. And will we see it live? Hope so.
1: I mean, Um, I'll be at work when it goes on, but I definitely will catch the replay.
0: Oh, God, dude. I... I can't wait till we get to a certain match that I get to say who my final two will be. But on to our next match. It is Tam Nakano, the girl that got outshined by Utami Nakano. It is one half of the goddess of Stardom Tag Team Champions versus my favorite person in Cosmic Angels, Saki, from Colors. I know it is. I'm a real big Saki fan.
1: I've started to become a Saki fan, too, as well. Like When Color's first debuted, it felt like you were looking at a version of Cosmic Cosmic Angels. Angels. It was basically Cosmic Angels 2.0. But just seeing how well they meshed together, it's, you know. There was was a
0: but better meme in live action.
1: They really were. Who are you guys? Oh, where are you? Hot Waka with waka oh my I, I you know what with waka i enjoy seeing her uh her development and trying to get her first w um you know i remember seeing a couple matches that she had in Tokyo Joshi Pro however you know seeing her story being told on stardom is actually you kind of get into it because it's like will this be the t- will this be the match where she gets her first win You know, will this be the match? And what will happen when she gets that first win? How is she going to react? Is she going to be humble in it? Or is she going to be so excited and start, you know, doing victory laps around the ring, you
0: know? I I, I would be fine with that victory lap. (laughs) But um, honestly, I have Saki winning this. Like, Saki has 10 points. There's no way she's advancing to the finals unless everyone gets food poisoning. Right. But – I am perfectly fine with Saki getting this W.
1: And I know we said that it would be a perfect fit if Izumi would win this block and end up going to the finals. I actually, in my earlier prediction video on TikTok, I picked Tam Nakano Mm. to win this match because I wanted to see Tam and Julia because their rivalry has been somewhat continued. You know, especially with them exchanging members in each other's factions with my defecting from Cosmic Angels to Donna Del Mondo and Nats Boy defecting from Donna Del Mondo to Cosmic Angels. So I got Tim winning this match and winning the Red Stars Black. Yeah, every time someone brings
0: up my joining DDM, I remember Mai's promo of I don't wanna dance. For some reason, immediately, not even five seconds after, all that came to my mind was my Himi entrance and Julian Shuri's entrance.
1: Yeah, no, they danced to the ring every time. It's like, you what know? do you mean you don't want to dance? They do it all the time. They do it all the time. And I mean, I get it. You want to be taken as a pro wrestler, but if you don't want to dance, don't join up with you know Either. dances to the ring. <laughs> Like you, go join a waito tie, go go join Q,
0: Queen's Quest. Yeah, they don't, don't like, dance. Just like oh, I don't want to dance. Then you look at my Mipo's entrance, and you look at Julian and Shuri's entrance, and it's yeah. like you are saying. Mhm. But um, yeah, I'm still sticking with Saki.
1: It's not a bad pick. I actually like it. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna stick with my uh pick of Tam. All right, so we're almost there.
0: Next match is a match I didn't really think I needed until I saw it on my screen. Yeah, it is um a battle of my Hemi. Um, it is Mica versus Hemika. 14 points both.
1: And this is going to be a time limit draw. I, I actually have the same on my notes. I say that this match becomes the time limit draw because... With this match going to a time limit draw, it opens up so much for the mat for Azumi's match. It opens up so much for Tam's match. It opens so much up for Shuri's match and Utami's match as well. Because those individuals who I just mentioned, they all need a win, but they also need these two to tie. <laughs> they need my it's, ma- it's to- mandatory, my it's a man. It's a must that these two end up with a time limit draw. Like the only scenarios where one of those four that I mentioned can advance is if Himeka and Micah end up going to a time limit draw. And honestly, I could really see my Hemi um, just drawing. And you know what? I could actually see that they're former goddess of stardom champions. They know each other like the back of their hand train together i was I, hoping you would bring up that goddess tag title run because it made me yeah. hate julia uh, yeah because i ended up you know i mean after julia ended up getting her head shaved i mean that's pretty much where she's like look i'm the leader of this i need a belt and that's what her and sherry decided to like yeah we're gonna take the goddess belts <laughs> He's like, yeah. So
0: we're gonna take them, and then um, I'm not gonna do jack shit. Sherry's gonna be the fucking Terminator. She's gonna have both Goddess titles. She's going to have the SWA belt and a fucking briefcase.
1: Like, I don't think anybody had a year as dominant as Donna Del Mondo did last year. I mean, to, to finish up the year with a majority of the championships of that promotion. I mean, they had the artist belts. They had the goddess belts. They had the SWA title. And then to cap it off, they finished it off with the World of Stardom title. You know, And even when Shirty decided to relinquish the SWA title, it didn't go anywhere far. It was right back into Donna Del Mondo when Tecla won it.
0: Yeah, like at that point, it, it didn't even feel like, oh, yeah, like this thing's up for grabs. It was like, yeah, just you just see a fishing rod and Tecla just bringing it in. Mm-hmm.
1: You, you could have. I mean, honestly, I feel like Shirty just handed it to Tech like, "Here you go."
0: Yeah, just like I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah,
1: you had a no fucking just like I gotta focus on the red belt now. <laughs> exactly, like I am the red god now.
0: <laughs> but um, yeah, I got my Hemi drawing here, and on the bright side, I have them winning
1: Goddess Tag League, and I could see that happening too. To be honest, I feel like that tag team will probably be the favorite in Goddess Tag in a Goddess of Starting Tag League. To be honest, because I mean, you know, you're gonna have FWC in there. Uh, I do see Tam and Natspoy the current champions in there. However, my Hemi has the best, you know, chemistry when it uh, out of all the tag. Wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. i was- Let's get, dude. You've been hitting all the right cylinders here. You've been hitting all the right notes, but you, you missed. You missed. You flatlined.
1: Okay. The best.
0: I, so I we're just going to we going to ignore Aphrodite.
1: Yay. Yeah. If those two are in opposing, if those two are in a to- opposing blocks, that is the finals. Aphrodite and Maheem. And trust me, that is going to be. The female version of a hoss match because you have strength and strength and strength and flight. So Damn. as far as I'm concerned, that's going to be a match that everybody's gonna to want to see. Kamatani is a fusion between fight and flight mode. Yes, she really is.
0: Huh. Maybe let me know if you guys want to see a goddess of stardom tag league predictions video. Let's see how that goes. Well, maybe let's think Gaijin makes a return on this. I would definitely love to return. All right, so next match, we have our Red Queen, Utami. As we speak about people, they're right next. Versus Koguma.
1: Okay, look, I'm just going to be brief about this. Utami slaughters the bear. You know what? I was shocked that Koguma had such a strong run in this tournament, you know, because I believe she finished with single digits last year. I think it was six points. uh, I I believe she finished with six points in last year's tournament. Um, She has some very key wins. She has a win against Shuri. She has a win against Izumi. She has a win against Momo Kogo, uh, Unagi Sayaka, Saki Kashima, and Mai Sakurai. This, this is going to be a close – I feel like this will be a sleeper match to watch. But I still say Utami wins, hands down.
0: Yeah, I, I still got to go with Utami. I can't see Koguma getting this dub. And this is the part where I connect where I said Julia will win in the blue block. I said some time ago last year that it is – Insane that we have yet to ever get Julia versus Utami in a
1: one-on-one match. We we have not gotten that. We have not gotten it. It would be amazing to see. You know,
0: maybe this is the Bret and Shawn in a good way. Maybe this is the Daniel Bryan CM Punk. Maybe these two will create magic.
1: That's why we haven't had them together yet. I, I think... We've been holding, I mean, I know we've seen them in tag matches before with uh, Aphrodite and uh,
0: Afro, No, Aphrodite.
1: Aphrodite, I mean, <laughs> you know, we've seen them in tag matches before, never on one on one matches. I think they have tried to hold these two apart as far as they could, and it definitely could, we definitely could see these two. In the finals, however, I'm still going to stick with my original pick of Tam. I say Tommy wins, but I would not be upset if we got a new Tommy Julia finals in the five star.
0: That would be something,
1: all right. So, because we're at our final match,
0: let's see, I just want to thank you again for showing up here on Top for Glory, especially the mini series on episode eight. It feels good that I am doing this again. And I'm excited for the fact that not even too long until the five stars. Again, happy birthday, Azumi. But but now...
1: Did you learn that or did you practice that before going live? No, I've been trying to learn as much Japanese as possible. Um, I actually work for the airport and I get discounts You know, one of my goals and on my bucket list is to go to Japan. And before going, I'd like to learn the language. I actually studied it a little bit in high school. I only took two years of it. And I honestly should have actually took it earlier in my high school career. That way I would at least have three or four years and actually would have had gone to Japan for a Japanese three. But instead, I took it my last two years of my high school career and then sort of just fizzle it out. Now I'm starting to pick it back up again, and uh, remembering, you know, what I learned, and remembering certain key phrases, remembering certain things, and just trying to learn as much as I can. Because, like I said, I would love to just go to Japan, go see some shows, and to be honest, I would love to retire in Japan mm-hmm. if I had the opportunity. Yeah, and you do, you got the opportunity, you go for it.
0: Exactly. But, um, since we're like about to hit our main event, light get again, again, thank you. Guys, as you already know, we always drop down our social medias, since these things will be on things such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, hell, maybe even SoundCloud, however you can hear this kind of stuff. You guys can still follow myself at EnigmaV4 underscore V4 underscore on my Twitter. My Instagram is Enigma period V4. My... TikTok is Enigma Period V4. You guys can still follow Young Smooth at Young Smooth TFG. He may not be a part of the mini series, but he's still a part of TFG no matter where. And as for you, Lightskin Gaijins, where
1: would you like these guys to meet you, guy? I mean, you can follow me on Twitter. You can follow me on TikTok. You can follow me on Instagram, all under the same, you know, tagline, under the same uh, username, guys Gaijin, all one word, you know. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not afraid to connect with anybody who's a fan of pro wrestling. I've always said, I want to bring the community together, open up a dialogue, you know, it's like I said, pro wrestling matters and pro wrestling is my religion. And when it comes to pro wrestling, all I'm going to do is just bring a community together so we can open up a dialogue, share ideas, bounce ideas off the top of one another I've made mentions before. I did not have this when I was a kid. You know, to be able to meet other people from all parts of the globe and be able to talk to people about something that they're passionate about is absolutely amazing to me.
0: The times, they're changing They are. Speaking of times and changing... It's time for our main event. It is the Terminator of Stardom versus the Deathmatch Queen, Risa Sarah. And not to quote Lynn Sartre here, but somebody's going to die.
1: Like like the song says, everybody dies. And I was a fan of their match uh, that they had for the title. I believe this match right here may shock some people originally i had shuri winning because she defeated um risa sarah in the title match however there is just so many different scenarios that i think would play out so well because like i said azumi needs a loss or a tie from shuri uh Tam needs a loss or a tie from Shuri. So instead of a tie, I'm going to say Risa Sarah upsets Shuri. In the going to say double loss, count out. You're going to say double count out. You say it's going to a tie. Yep, this is going to be a fight. No one's going to
0: hear the ref counting. And then someone's getting knocked out, but they're both getting counted out. I, I,
1: I like that, too. I think I'm going to go with the Risa with the W here, and it's going to set up a, another title match between these two. Hmm.
0: There's a lot of time between now and December. There really is. But um, since we've done all the matches one more time, who wins, who loses? I believe we've got we've said Kid versus Azumi, Julia versus um, Utami. Now let's add one more and let's close this show out.
1: Well, like I said, I I got Tam winning the red stars. I got Julia winning the blue stars. As much as I would love to see Izumi cap off her birthday with a five-star Grand Prix win, I still believe the story being told here will be Tam and Julia with this time Julia defeating Tam and then eventually leading to a future title match between her and Shuri. Hmm. So
0: another one that I have and it's a rematch of last year and it's also how I got introduced to this person. I see the finals being Hazuki versus Utami.
1: That's not a bad one either.
0: I, I just love the chemistry they have. And especially cuz back then um not utami um hazuki had a ring rust so this is a game
1: ready to go hazuki versus utami i would she, love to see that in the finals and she keeps in she's gotten so much better since she's returned too as well you know I, I definitely loved watching her progression because she spent so much time she basically left in 2019 and then came back 2 years later you know she definitely had some ring rest, but as she came back and formed that bond with Koguma and had that goddess to start him run with her, she's definitely, you know, gotten so much, she's back to her original form. Let's put it like that. Right. That that's probably
0: the best way to put it. she's back to her original form. That doesn't mean she's
1: back in the way, to tie guys. No, she she's not the She's not the Oedo Tai Hazuki. She's not the Queen's Quest Hazuki. But she's definitely still someone to be—you know—someone you definitely have to take notice of. Whenever she's She's still the Wild Heart, yes.
0: But um, I believe that was that was everything we had.
1: That is, and again, like I said, I cannot wait for the I cannot wait for the five star Grand Prix final. You know, this is definitely going... I'm going to be sitting on the edge of my seat watching this.
0: Every match
1: matters. Every match matters. I am, like I said, I'll be at work while it's going on. But I'm not going to... I'm going to, like, shut my phone off when it comes to all alerts. I want to be able to watch the entire show. Because I want to be surprised and watch this whole thing go down.
0: I, I just got off of work, like, a couple hours ago. So I am free tonight.
1: And, and hey, I am jealous of you. You know, I don't start my new schedule until October 23rd. Damn. But uh I, I and hey, I, hey, at least I will not have to be wor- waking up at 2 30 in the morning anymore.
0: Nice. I <laughs> yes. get to watch more stardom.
1: Yes, I will. I definitely will.
0: But uh again, Legskin Garden, thank you so much. Thank you for and, having me on. Dude. I, I hope we do another stardom. I hope I invite more stardom fans. There are actually two that I am so excited to have on Talk for Glory. We just got to find the time. If I can somehow get, whether it's two, three, four people, on just one podcast episode of talking About Stardom, that would be amazing. Hey, I, mean, I, I know there are some people out there that do not think Azumi is the
1: young go, and I will die on the hill saying that she is. She, she definitely is the young goat. Like I said, she is the next ace. You know, just if you're if you don't believe us, sit back, pop some popcorn, check out a few Azumi matches. And I'm not talking about Azumi highlights. You have to just sit there and watch the match from start to finish, especially her match uh, from Cinderella Journey in February with Starlight Kid. Because that match, that match right there pretty much sold it for me. For me, it was her um, five-star
0: match against Utami last year.
1: That was another good one, too.
0: But um, before this turns into just Azumi supremacy, closing out, again, guys, if you want to look for my socials, remember my Twitter is enigma underscore V4 underscore. My Instagram is enigma period before. My TikTok is enigma period before. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting one more. Oh, and subscribe to Talk for Glory on YouTube. Don't just... Wait, no. My my TikTok is Enigma underscore V4. And remember, guys, to, to subscribe to Talk for Glory on YouTube as well. We just hit 580 subs. So on the next YouTube video, I will be making an announcement. So stay tuned for that. As for Lights and gaijin socials, Guys, just type in Likeskin Gaijin. You'll find a really cool stardom content creator. Give that guy a follow.
1: appreciate the love, man. Like I said, I I would definitely love to come back.
0: Dude, I would love to have you back, man. Let's see how the next shows go. Let's see how the availability goes. But as for now, everyone, have a great day. Have a great night. Enjoy wrestling. Enjoy the five-star. Pray Izumi wins. And good luck to everyone in the five-star.
1: Appreciate y'all.